How's it going, guys? Welcome back to Let's Try New Things podcast. This is the podcast where we pick a thing and we give it a go for a while. Uh, my name is Kyle. And I am Zach. And if you have been checking out our episodes over the last little bit, you will know that we um, we do a tr- uh, try a thing typically every week. And then we also do uh, a bonus thing where we are trying something for the duration of the month. So for the month of July, what did we decide to do, Zach? (laughs) We decided to try uh, language learning, and we chose German. German. German through July. Now, it is a bit later than July, and you go back to our parenting episode, you can see why. I had a bit of a family emergency with my daughter being born, and so it kind of delayed some some recording, um, but that is for that episode. So go back and listen to that. Right. So we're talking about some stuff that we did for the month of July. We picked a language. We picked German. Was there a particular reason why we picked German? Do you remember? Or um, I think so. I think we picked German because we neither of us had tried to learn right. German before. So that was important. Uh, we both speak multiple languages. Well, I kind of speak multiple languages. You are bilingual. So you do speak multiple languages. Yes, but you, I, you're, you're basically a bilingual. You're, yeah. You, so you can speak I, and, and understand. <laughs> and, yeah, I get by. I can definitely keep from, well, actually, I was about to say I can keep from getting ripped off in Spanish, but uh, that's not even true because the last time I was in Colombia with my in-laws, um, I did get ripped off, and they sold me a bunch of eggs for, like, way too expensive. Oh, wow. So, whoops. <laughs> so, whoops there. But they were the most delicious eggs you'd ever had, and they just tasted like a million bucks. They did, but uh, my stepfather-in-law went back and got our money back. So, Oh, well, that's good. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, it's not about this. We chose no. German. Um, I think we also chose it because it's it's one of the easy, or supposedly the, the easiest transitions from English. For an English speaker to learn another language, German is supposed to be one of the easier languages to pick up. So oh, cool. Can, I, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. So there's like different levels of language learning. So for example, um, I don't remember exactly like the correct term for the scale, but let's say it's like one to five. Um, five would be like Mandarin or Arabic. Um, oh, okay. And then, then German would be like level one. So it's the closest thing. It's, for example, with Spanish, Italian would be level one. Super easy to learn for a Spanish speaker. Um, so does that make, kind of make sense for language learning? Like if you're picking a language, you can figure out how hard it would be for you to learn that language based on your Absolutely. native tongue. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Every language is going to be hard <laughs> to learn. It's like they, Some people have struggle, struggle enough with their own language that, you know, it's like. Mm. Yeah. No, for real. That's valid. <laughs> have enough trouble speaking English that trying to learn German was a challenge in itself. But I'll uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. But how uh, I just wanted uh, just to kind of get a background of, um, from you on like your learning language history. Like, so yeah. what languages do you speak currently? What languages have you tried to learn in the past? How have That's those gone? Um, just so kind of as, me, a, as a prep work. Yeah, so that's a great question. So for me, Spanish was um, an obvious one because um, growing up, I was actually homeschooled. So if you're from another one of our other countries that are listening and you don't know what that is, I literally was um, 
taught by my mom who had like got certified by the state and like taught me at home. It's a very weird thing. That's kind of a popular in the States. Um, but it's, it, we took Spanish all through since like grade school. Uh, that did not help me at all. Once I married my wife <laughs> and I had in-laws who only spoke Spanish, it was quickly apparent. I did not speak enough Spanish. However, I found out when I got married that I've been married for five years now that uh, my language learning is done best in another country where they speak that language and I'm forced to hear it over and over and over mm -hmm. again. Uh, so when I would visit Colombia, my Spanish would jump by like massive percentages. Um, I would understand way more. I would learn more vocabulary. I would even speak a little better. I'm, I'm still not good with like tenses. So like the past tense, the future present tense and all those fun things. But I can get by. Like I can order at restaurants completely by myself. I can run errands by myself. Um, I might not know the geography, but I can still run. I could speak to someone. But you know the price of eggs now and you don't get ripped <laughs> yes, off. And it's I all do good, know so. the price of eggs. Um, but I have tried to learn other languages on my own. I have an affinity for Japan. I really like Japan. So I tried to learn Japanese at one point. I still would like to try that again. It's it's a very difficult language for English learners. Um, and I think I could learn it if I had enough time mm -hmm. and could put enough effort into it. But it, it's, it's very slow going for me. Um, I've tried to learn a little bit of Arabic because I have a lot of friends who speak Arabic. Um, I still would like to learn that language, actually. Um, one of our one of my friends who, uh, you know, hopefully he's listening to this, he's going to snort and just <laughs> laugh, uh, but because he speaks Arabic, he's Egyptian. Um, so shout out to you. I won't say your name so you can be anonymous, but it's okay. Um, and what other languages have I tried? I did try to learn Italian because we spent three months in Italy one time uh, for yeah. my wife's uh, college years. And so that one was actually my most difficult learning experience because I was trying to learn Spanish and the Spanish and Italian, which are very similar, got mixed up. And so I would say Spanish words in Italy and mm -hmm. they often correct me. Um, and Italian grammar is actually quite difficult, much more complicated than Spanish. So that's kind of my uh, history and then my process is I prefer to be in a country, um, but I use a lot of du Duolingo to be honest. Mm -hmm. No, Duolingo is that's du Duolingo yeah. is fun. Duolingo that's, is fun. I mean, that's the thing. So I use a lot of Duolingo. That's what I do. Yeah. Right on. Right on. What about you? Well, what about me? Well, I um, so okay. So I was born in um, in Canada here. So I English was hey. first language. And um, I, my parents left Canada when I was five, so I didn't get any of the Canadian French or anything like that um, into, uh, at that time. But we moved, to, we moved to South America, so we moved to Venezuela, and then we moved to Colombia. Uh, and so obviously to communicate, we learned Spanish. So, and, uh, so I've spent basically my whole elementary and high school years immersed in Spanish-speaking countries and taking Spanish core classes. And I would say, though my confidence and speed has maybe diminished, I'm basically, I would say, bilingual in, you know, verbal, written, and spoken or, or whatever. Can um, you talk to your in-laws completely in Spanish? 
I can talk to my in-laws completely in Spanish. I can, I can, <laughs> I can watch uh, telenovelas and soap operas oh, yeah. and understand uh, everything <laughs> that's going on. And I can write an essay in Spanish. And uh, oh, my word, you're and completely bilingual. So I'd say I, I'm 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 bilingual. Um, I also know the price of eggs. You also, and, that's important. <laughs> that is very important. So and so that was that was my growing my growing up language learning. Um, after uh, high school, I um, enrolled in university and began my undergrad studies, which were in classical and Near Eastern archaeology. So during that time, then I started learning Greek, ancient Greek, as well as Akkadian. Which, for those of you who don't know what Akkadian is, Akkadian That's is based. That's actually me. I don't know what Akkadian. Akkadian, uh, to all of our listeners and Zach who don't know, is uh, like an ancient cuneiform writing. So, if you know, like the code, ever heard of like the code of Hammurabi mm-hmm. or stuff like that? So these are like basically like little reed marks. So you had like a piece of bamboo and clay, and you kind of mark on it. Um, so that was a really fun class. Um, course to take during I think I was it one semester or two semesters either way I didn't do too good so it doesn't matter um <laughs> where did you go to university was it so Canada? I it is in Canada yeah it's a Wilfrid okay. Laurier University and uh so yeah so I I have uh, as one of my my bookends I have my final exam which is a piece of like a tablet um which I think I failed, but I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> you kept the tablet. <laughs> I kept the tablet because it's pretty cool. And since nobody knows, since nobody understands Akkadian, they can look at it and they don't know what the grade is, so it doesn't matter. Because um, he like graded in the top of the clay, the grade, your mark, like your grade, and then they and then they all went and got fired, so they're like solid clay now. So my my failure grade is eternally, you know. <laughs> I guess I could just throw it away, but. It's pretty. It's pretty cool to keep. So, so that was my my learning during the university years, and then I've like dabbled with Portuguese on and off, and uh, through Duolingo as well, and uh, and that that's Portuguese. Been, Portuguese. I don't know. I've always thought that with with um, my Spanish background, and I had some Portuguese um, customers that kept coming into the dive shop um here here in canada so i was like well it might be cool to be able to also speak um portuguese and it just felt like a language that i could felt like something that i thought would be easy enough to to pick up Mm -hmm. um but i never really pursued it any further than you know going through the the levels in, in duolingo and some other kind of online things but that that's basically it well before we talk about how german went yeah. Because um, that could be embarrassingly fun. Um, yeah. What are some like tips and or techniques or different things that you found helpful this time around? Because obviously we had a month to try to learn um, some of German. The goal was not to master or learn German, but it was to attempt a language learning for a month, see how it went. So what are some things you did maybe the same, maybe different this time around? Um, that our listeners would be interested in like, oh, you know, I want to try learning language. This might be helpful sort of thing. Yeah. For, for me, I found different this time around because we were, you know, kind of intentionally trying to, to like we had an end goal kind of in sight, not necessarily. I think when you pick up 
you're like, let's learn Hebrew or whatever. You you open the app, you download it, and and you don't necessarily the end goal is not like you just want to in your head you're like I'm just going to learn how to speak it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no I want to be able to read this book by the end of it, or I want to be able to understand a you know a, a movie in Hebrew or a or I'm moving somewhere and I need to speak German, right? So mm-hmm. like, so for having, having that month, the, the goal was like, we want to learn something by the end. I think I started, I guess just re- repetition was key for me. So, okay. so there were some lessons that I kind of ended up doing a couple different times. So there, it just kind of kept building off, off each other um, to the point where now I, there's a couple phrases and there's some things in my head that like, it's just stuck there. Like, and I know what it is and I know what it means. Whereas in, you asked me some you know, say, think of a Portuguese phrase in your head from all of the times I've picked up my, my Duolingo app and tried to keep going through the Portuguese lesson. There, there isn't anything like I can't pull anything out mm-hmm. of my head. I could probably understand stuff, you know, just with the Spanish background, but, but that's not the point. Um, so, so I think just, I repeated a lot of things, a lot of lessons, a lot of phrases. Um, and, and it just kind of, some stuff stuck like eventually it sticks the same with spanish you know you you go and you order grow you go and get your groceries you order coffee enough times all of a sudden bam you're ordering coffee perfectly mm-hmm. every time yeah. um so yeah. so yeah so i think that was that was kind of key to something i noticed this time around um without going into how how intensive studies <laughs> I, I went <laughs> yeah i think for me every day like doing something every, I try to do something every single day. And I think that's even one of Duolingo's like um, little advertisements. By the way, we're not sponsored by Duolingo. We just happen to use it. <laughs> it's very effective. Um, I, one of their little ads that pops up when it's loading is like 15 minutes a day can help you learn language. And then they say like, what can 15 minutes of social media do? Which I think is really clever. Um, so I did try to do something every day. Uh, so that that's kind of a repetition thing, but it's also just solidifying like the the habit in your brain. Um, it's for me, it's really hard not being at least around someone that speaks the language. So, for example, if I was to have hopped on Duolingo to improve my Spanish, I could practice with my wife. Or if I really wanted to practice, call up my in-laws who only speak Spanish. But I don't know anybody that speaks German, so that was a little bit hard. Well, I'm diving into a little bit about the German, but the everyday uh, aspect was very important for me. Um, and then I think listening was, is a big deal for me. So I, I like anything that has an audio side of things where you hear somebody else pronouncing it, uh, mm-hmm. just reading, not just writing. Um, uh, it's very, very, um, I'm a very audio learner when it comes to languages. So for me, audio and everyday learning is probably two of the most important techniques that I would have employed or did employ this time around. Yeah. I'm a very, I'm a very, uh, like when I learn, I, I know it's not the most ideal learning method, but I'm a huge like memorization. So mm-hmm. I, I like, give me the list. I will memorize, you know, I, I can even take a perfect example back in, in school, there was like a geography test and we'd get the map, we'd get the list of all the countries and all the capital cities. And I would just, bam, I just memorized the the order at which everything was. And it was like a cheat, cheating way of learning it because had you, you know, messed up the map of Africa or whatever and turned everything around 
and uh, you know, or you cut the, the countries out and said, what country is that? I wouldn't know because I'd only know that that country is is the country that's beside the other country, and you know Mozambique is three, three countries in from the left of Zambia or whatever, right? Like so. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just to to memorize the vocabulary and stuff of that, that's kind of how I've always my brain has has functioned, and yeah. then eventually it, it just that's kind good. of the the grammar and the the rules always fall in last. Um, Yes, I would echo that actually for me. Yeah, like I don't, I don't really worry about the grammar and the rules uh, unless I'm like if I was going to a German class, for example. Obviously, mm-hmm. you then you would. But also, fun little turnaround here. I'm also working on finishing a couple of different certificates for teaching English. So TESOL, teaching English mm-hmm. to, to speakers of other languages. Mm-hmm. So it, it that might have influenced how I learned the language because I was I also kind of had the reverse of thinking like how well how would I teach this to someone Mm -hmm. so for me um learning these techniques of teaching a language uh kind of helped me actually go into thinking through well how how can I learn more effectively and not just get stuck in like the oh this is how I did it in grade school we just walked in and we had a bunch of fill in the blank things and I just Mm -hmm. tried to memorize these Spanish words um so that might have also influenced how I did things this time around, was thinking in reverse of how would I teach this to someone. I, I also found that with the, with the app, and I didn't know this with Duolingo, is like you work through the different lessons and whatnot, and all of a sudden it, it unlocks all these other lessons below, right? Mm-hmm. But, yep. but within, within the first, say, lesson, there are multiple like lessons. Yeah, layers. <laughs> Like layers, level one, level two, level three of just family or something like. Yeah, that. and they and they build each of those lessons builds off of the previous lesson. Um, I my like in my past when I've jumped into Portuguese or any other language, I just kind of go, oh, I've unlocked the next level, and so mm. I jump in, I jump into phrases and I jump into you know talking to people or food or whatever, and I'm not actually getting. I'm, maybe I'm really just learning more vocab at that point, but I'm yeah. not learning on how to put the sentence together and how, you know, this is how I say, you know, I am a man or I am, my name is Kyle or this, you know, I like water or whatever. Um, whereas in, I found this time around, I actually went kind of sub levels and sub lessons. Mm. And I think that is the reason why some of these phrases are just stuck in my head. Yeah. Um, so That's I, I think that was a good transition. How, how did it go for you? Going into going into German, so pretty bad. I was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so I I wanted to be like you and do it every day. Um, <laughs> let's just but, there that Kyle. Let's just write it down. Kyle wanted to be like. I strived hey. to be. Was striving to be like Zach, but uh, it just. The little bird in my app and notifications just—he got on my nerves and like. Oh, they are vicious. He's like, "We miss oh, you. Come word. back." And then I'm like, "Stop talking to me." And then, like at that point, it wasn't reminding me that oh, I should I should start German lessons. It was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do German just because you're bothering me, little app. And and then I was like, this is kind of defeating the purpose of the whole thing. And uh, honestly, I got I got, I did several lessons over the course of the month but at the end i think the last week came around and this is what this is what i kick myself for we we um for whatever reason we couldn't at that 
at the end of that week, we didn't actually record at the end of the month. And mm-hmm. we were going to record, I think it was almost a week later. So we actually yeah. gave ourselves a whole extra week to practice German. And you didn't. <laughs> and, and I didn't do a single thing that week. And I was at the end of the week, I was like, I am just the worst at this German thing, at this language learning. And it wasn't, there was no particular reason. It just, I clearly, I didn't make it a priority at that point at the end of the month. And, and I was like, man, you know, like, obviously, obviously we're going to be able to talk about this, but, yeah. and how it went, but it, still for, for what I had initially entered into the challenge or into the, into the month thinking my outcome was going to be, um, it was not that. So, so I do have a question cause we've talked about this before. What did you have any other motivation for learning German besides this episode? Uh, no. Uh, okay. well, as as soon as we started, I thought what would be really cool is if at the end I could like watch a show in German, right? Oof, um, you're ambitious. Or like, or be watching a show and, and maybe pick things out, right? Yeah. Not necessarily fully understand it, but that that's what I thought would be cool. But that wasn't like I I probably should have picked a show or a movie and been like, okay, mm. like I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie three times over the month or four times or whatever. Yeah. So you like, have like a measurable, like, okay, beginning of the month, middle of the month, end of the month. Yeah. Watch it with subtitles at the beginning or watch it dubbed in English and then, you know, flip it to subtitles only and then flip it off, flip the subtitles off and see if I can catch things, you know, with, you know, the lessons that I've learned over the, over the month, you know, kind of add it all together. But no, I, I, I don't have a trip to Germany planned. Um, you know, <laughs> well, we'd COVID, love, we'd, not happening. <laughs> exactly. We'd love to talk maybe to, to our, uh, our German, you know, listeners, but, One day. but I didn't have, I didn't have, did you have any, um, well, I mean, I would say yes. I've always wanted to learn German. Um, I don't really have a good reason why. Mm-hmm. Which maybe is a maybe is a great thing because if you don't have a specific reason, you just always want to do it. You just kind of have this excitement to it. So it's not necessarily bad. I didn't have a specific reason. I just have always been kind of fascinated with the language, and I know it's a it, it can sound harsher depending on what native language you come from, but I I like it. Um, so. Like my, you know, my wife speaks Spanish. Just to her, it sounds very, very harsh compared to one, some of the romantic languages. But for me, I kind of like it. Um, I think it's fun to speak. Um, so I did want to learn it, uh, which maybe helped. Plus, there was the, the definitely Duolingo is vicious with the challenges. I actually had a notification right before we started recording that I saved to read. It says, last chance to win. Move up your leaderboard with a quick German lesson. And then it shows what we get in. Like in Duolingo, like you're going to drop out. You need to do one right now. And I get That's emails. hilarious. Oh, yeah. That's like vicious with the notifications. Because I just opened the app right now and my little bird is sleeping. And <laughs> it's like, we're done. <laughs> There's this like full out, just the, the, yeah. he's just sleeping there with like Z's coming up. And, and I'm not, I'm not in any league. I'm not in any leaderboard. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like, are you, are you, are you still here? Are you alive? Um, but I would say I did pretty well. Um, and what I mean by that is like, tr- I'm trying to think of how to quantify how I did. So I did get to a point where if I took, um, you know, as I'm going through these layers, uh, I could I could maybe hop into a 
fresh topic, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know, places. And because of other tiers that I had learned, for example, when they, when they taught negatives, uh, they would start doing things like, I, like the sentence might be like, I don't like to go to the United States. And so I would recognize like, oh, that's a negative. Like this okay. how the sentence structure is and that like I would read the, the sentence in German. The English words were supplied below with some extras mixed in and you would kind of pick them. And I was able to, you know, probably nine, eight or nine times out of ten, I could probably get almost all of them right. Um, it's awesome. it was, and, and that's very basic. Like I'm not able to construct the word or remember the word on my own. I, but mm-hmm. if you saw it in front of me, like on a little test you know, for like a, a beginner's level German test, I could probably go get my way through like a multiple choice, uh, fill in the blank with words sort of situation. So, I mean, I, I have on Duolingo, I guess. But, That's um, awesome. Yeah, and then the other thing is uh, I did learn one phrase that I really latched onto that I liked. Um, it's uh, Indigut, all is good. And I probably oh. butchered the pronunciation, but it, it means uh, all's well that ends well. Um, awesome. So indigut, all is good. So I just practiced that over and over again, just so I would be able to say it. (laughs) But there was some other ones that were like, it was like, you know, raining cats and dogs, and it was like super long. So I'm like, nah, I'm not going to memorize that one. It's okay. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, see, I I didn't even get to that that level. (laughs) I didn't get to any idioms or anything. Yeah, I I, I think I did pretty well. It's something that I would actually like to pursue, it's a fun uh, language. There's other languages that I would like to learn um, for various reasons. So we're, we're planning on moving to uh, Central Asia in the nearish future to mm-hmm. a nonprofit. So I'm going to be doing language learning over there. Um, and there might be people groups that would be passing through or I would be going through different areas of the world more frequently that I might le- want to learn, pick up some languages here and there. Um, for example, picking up some Arabic uh, it would be nice, at least being mm-hmm. able to greet people. Um, uh, I've had a fascination with far uh, more Eastern countries like Japan, China, Thailand, uh, Korea uh, for a long time. So I would, if I, you know, if I just mastered all these other languages and I was bored, <laughs> which is not going to happen, um, I would probably start picking up those languages. Um, but for as sure. far as as far as German, I did really enjoy it, and I think I'll keep it going on Duolingo. Um, I don't know how far I'll get because I don't have many people to practice with. Um, I do have one friend; he's a kind of a colleague friend who lives in who is German, so that was cool to connect with him. And just um, he he <laughs> he was very encouraging. He was like, "Yeah, the the grammar's very hard, so yeah. have fun." I was like, "Oh, great." <laughs> But, but that's something to note is that we, when we tr- decided to try this, we did not go in to it saying, let's try to do this together because we could have gone that route. Yeah, we right? could have done that, I guess. So we could we have didn't. gone through the lessons and then, you know, tried. I don't know how we would have done it, but we would have had to, you know, we could have done this as someone to talk to, right? Yeah, we um, could have checked in with each other, I guess. You know, and we could have been, I mean, we could have just been repeating it wrong to each other. But but still, there there is something about learning language as a as a, a, you know, as a group thing, um, yeah. as well. But, yeah. but for me, I think, and we actually, oddly enough, we were talking about this today with uh, my wife that looking back in, in my time in Colombia, I don't remember 
like we so in class we had actual Spanish classes in school, uh, and and there was a few a handful of the classes in high school that looking back. I don't remember any, like, I don't remember anything, um, <laughs> nothing. And, 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 you know, the teachers were amazing and, and I don't, I don't know if it was just my, the way I learned and the, and the way that they presented or, or just the fact that I can't remember back then, but I don't, I don't remember learning anything like, like grammar wise. I know like once we got to a certain level in, in, in the school that we were going to, it was less about language learning and, or like, you know, the grammar and the vocab and the stuff because everyone's fluent. There's Colombians in the class. There's, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a very fluent class. You know, we're actually, we, we do book studies on Don Quixote and we, we're reading mm-hmm. actual novels by Colombian, you know, um, writers and, and doing much more than what I would assume that they probably did in a Colombian school. Um, so, so the actual learning of grammar, like there's challenges. Like I don't, I still don't even know how to do tildes or like accent marks on words mm. and stuff mm-hmm. after yeah. you know living abroad for for 18 years le- or not 18 years but in a, almost 18 years of, of um, long time. L- most of my childhood and i still don't know how to do that but i can totally communicate no one would know any any different um but uh so total immersion for me was was the way to go because had I had I had to rely only on the classroom setting, I do not think that I would be as as you know versed in Spanish as 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 I am. So so yeah, so I think if I'm gonna learn German, I need to move to Germany, uh, or I need to I need to do something like that where we we totally jump in all in, and uh, yeah, I just need to just turn every movie we watch into into German. And, uh, and that's, that's what I'll do from now on to see how, how, uh, Natalia thinks about that. So. <laughs> well, I would encourage, uh, anyone listening, uh, if you are scared of learning language, don't be, it is so, uh, good to, to at least try. It's really good for your brain actually, um, to, to try to learn language, even if you don't feel like you're making huge progress. Um, but also it just really opens doors for you because native speakers, especially if they are in, if, so for example, someone, let's say I had a Colombian friend and he came to the States and English was his second language that, um, when you try to learn someone else's first language, that usually opens the door so big for relationship and mm-hmm. such a huge opportunity to pour into their, or them to pour into your life with like, yeah, like, yeah, we can get together and practice and you can help me practice English and I can pr- help you practice Spanish or Portuguese or whatever it is. Um, it really opens doors, uh, even if you never leave your own country. Um, you could be wherever you are. There could be, um, there's usually language clubs uh, around. Um, there's usually language clubs that will get together to help you learn another language. There's always people groups flowing in and out of countries, maybe less with COVID. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. it, you, that usually opens up opportunities to work with them, whether it's like um, for tourism or it's a you know harder situation like a refugee situation um, it goes a long way um, and really opens up some pretty cool doors so I'd really encourage you if you've ever thought about or had an inkling of a desire to learn another language just just give it a go don't even don't worry don't freak out like just start and see where it takes you yeah. and I also want to just you know shout out to all of the people 
that are learning languages out of necessity because they have moved or been forced to move to a country that mm-hmm. isn't their own. And it's, I'm just so like inspired and, you know, just want to give them a round of applause every time I hear someone trying to learn, trying to communicate in a country that is far from their away from their home. And, uh, you know, that's, a, it's a, it's a terrifying thing. Like I, I, to be in a country that isn't your own and it's, they're just so brave to, to do this. Cause you have, you have to, to communicate, to, to buy food, to, to just, you know, yeah, be survive. in, be in a country, right. Survive. So it's just amazing when, when people do that and, and yeah. So it's just awesome to see, to see yeah. that it's, it's encouraging. So. Ditto for me. Well, <laughs> well God. Uh, scale of one to five. Uh, one, I'll give myself a one. Oh, I'm gonna give myself a one because um, I tried, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a, a four between a three and a half and a four somewhere in there because I um, I did try to do it every day didn't quite accomplish that goal um, and I definitely did not get as far as I hoped to get mm-hmm. uh, like um, yeah didn't learn quite as much as I was hoping to, whether that's just me and the language just takes longer or if I didn't put in the effort, I don't know. So three and a half to four, somewhere in there, I would say, but with the desire to keep going. So that's, that's important. Too. That's good. Yeah. That's a good, a good uh, rating, I think for you. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Well, guys, that I think basically walks you through our month of learning a new language, learning German. It was quite the month. But uh, if you like what you hear, um, then maybe consider subscribing to our podcast. Um, Apple Music will let you do that. Um, There's a couple different uh, ones where you can give us thumbs up and stuff like that. But we always love also hearing your feedback as well. And uh, all the details for ways that you can communicate uh, with us would be in our kind of podcast description. But uh, yeah. Maybe check out some other other episodes. We love having you around, and we will see you next time. See you guys later.